0: Hi, Komodo Health team. Welcome back to another episode of Komodo Health Podcast.
1: I am your host, Sarah, and I'm with Leticia. We're back with another exciting episode, so stay tuned.
0: Recently, Sarah and I just rewatched, not rewatched, this was our first time watching this animated film called Soul. And it got us thinking. We're always talking about chasing our purpose, finding our purpose, living in our purpose. But what about now? That's the question. So, how did the movie make you feel? Oh,
1: I enjoyed it first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the movie. It was incredibly beautiful mm-hmm. to watch and have a different perspective. But it really taught me that life is not only about, like you said, finding your purpose, living in your purpose. But it's about the things that are in between. The in-between stuff.
0: That make it so magical. Mm, that make so life today magical. Today, we've changed our narrative from purpose to what is your spark? What is your spark, Sarah? What is that thing that you feel like ah, life is worth living in the midst of all this chaos?
1: Well, just like the movie, right? Mm-hmm. When she's like... um I think my purpose is to be... Not my
0: purpose. You see, we're so used to purpose. But that's what
1: she says in oh, the movie. She okay. goes, she says, she says, um, she says, um, I think my purpose is walking or being a sky watcher. Mm. Only when they get to that other dimension, then they're like, no, it's actually not purpose. It's spark.
0: That's why I want you to talk about spark, not purpose.
1: Yes, I know that. I was just talking in the context. Context of what, yeah, but in the movie, I
0: I understand that, but I'm saying like we're already talking the context of the spark, I don't want the word purpose there, like, I want it out.
1: I know that I was just saying in the context of the movie, I was trying to explain that so that I could speak about the actual spark, all right. I just lose my train of thoughts.
0: I know, but I want
1: that <laughs> spark
0: to sparkle. You know, I want to get purpose out of the way. Cause right understand. now I was just trying to get right people. right now, purpose feels like homework. No, I, I know. And, and, and purpose doesn't have to feel like homework because
1: it's something that literally makes us feel I fulfilled. Oh Now you made me forget my thoughts because I was trying to think about. In the context of the movie of when the characters said what they said and used that to explain what is my spark. Okay, go ahead,
0: Sarah. Forgive me for interrupting. This is what podcasting is about, guys. We need to, you know, go back and forth, argue, come to an answer. This is how it works. You That's know, Sarah you. and I don't always see eye to eye, although we're very much similar. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Try to ratify <write> yourself <laughs> after interrupting me. I but anyways, that's what the character says. That that's her purpose. And then the other character says, that is not purpose. That is normal human living. Then they go in the other dimension. That's when they learn about spark and not purpose. So I wanted to say that I, I relate to that. To that one character who said sky watching and walking. Mm-hmm. When I go out... I love sky w- watching. Mm. I love trees. Mm. I love nature. Mm. I love looking at things into details. I love... I love just... I love analyzing everything around me. And appreciating everything that is around me. Mm. Yes. We're very similar in that. I feel like we really do share sparks, spark, Sarah. And I do apologize
0: about previously. <laughs> I think a spark... I'm so sorry, Sarah. I think a spark that I have as well is I think we don't realize how like important and what a blessing it is to be healthy, like every time I'm able to shower myself and just lotion my body and think, well, in this moment, I can do this for myself because you know life is unpredictable. you don't know maybe there's gonna be a time you're not gonna be able to do that, so that is like a moment for me, like when I live in the now, like showering myself or even sometimes when I drink water, it's just a moment full of so much gratitude. And those are sparks for me.
1: Yeah. Nice. I like that.
0: Oh, spark! what a lovely conversation. <laughs> so Sarah, I want to know how do we teach ourselves? to be present and to be mindful of the now well i would
1: say you need to reduce or get rid of distractions and you have to tell yourself that there's certain things that are really out of your control and there's no use obsessing over them because it doesn't change anything So rather just appreciate the moments that you're in right now. Appreciate what you can change. What you can control. And remove all distractions. And just let things be.
0: Perfectly said. I don't think I can add anything to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Personally, I feel like our spark is always there. We just have to acknowledge it. We have to stop, pinch ourselves a little bit and be like, I'm alive. I'm breathing. And what from this moment can I take that will make me feel a little bit whole?
1: Yeah, I have to agree with that. That, like it's everyday living, right? Mm. So you just appreciate what's in front of you instead of looking at your past or your future Mm. and the spark is always there because it's everyday living Mm. it's always there Mm. and to really see these things you have to put in the effort to see the spark
0: Mm. i see that you keep mentioning that it's everyday living how did that line make you feel in the movie when that character said that these sparks are just like everyday living
1: because we are essentially living Mm. and sometimes we forget to take it in Mm. that we are living beings we're so occupied with 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 a lot of things around us. Like we're very occupied with our jobs. With relationships. How can I make more money? We're so occupied with that. That we forget to live. We forget to do the everyday living. We forget to appreciate the everyday living. We think life is only worth living. When you get big chunks of money. Or whatever. But... Life is still worth it even when you drink a glass of water. When you feel that water going down your throat and refreshing you. That is worth living. Mm. And it's worth appreciating. Because then you realize without that water, I wouldn't even be able to live. Mm. Right? Mm. Water is the essence of life. So when you drink that glass of water and you truly... Live in the moment of drinking that water. It really does something for you. That's why I say it's everyday living. And that's why I was really touched by by that statement. Mm. It's not always chasing, 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 chasing after this and that. And saying that once I get this, then I'll be happy. Once I get this, then I'll be like this. No, it's just everyday living that makes life worthwhile.
0: Now, the next place that I'm going to is if you're perhaps stuck in a hospital bed or you know, you're know you not in a position to move your body or to experience nature like walking and how can people in those kind of situations experience the spark? For example, uh, if you guys listen to our podcast castle last week we spoke about a cousin of ours who was uh, battling with stage four cancer and remember how he was living he was in the room 24 7 how does someone like him create spark
1: well someone like him i think that has to do mostly with the people around you it's sad that that's the reality but when i think about that time I think it's the people around you who help you live in your spark during your last days. Because I remember sometimes he just liked it when we sat in the room with him. Even if we said nothing. Mm. Just us being there and feeling our presence in the room. Even if his eyes were closed. But that feeling of someone is there. That was his spark. So it was our we 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 were the ones who're supposed to help him create that spark mm-hmm. i'm not saying that you if like if you're in that position you can but i think it's so important when the people around you only think about themselves and about the, the lives that they're living and they don't stop to actually think about you kind of makes it a bit lonely mm-hmm. but if they are there Obviously, you're the one going through the pain and suffering. And it's your life is the one that's ending. But they can help keep up with that spark. Because it, it reminds me of the Korean um, series that we just finished watching, 39. Right? The one friend was diagnosed with cancer. But if you see, the friends did all they could to keep up with that spark. And they created... Some of the best memories in her last days of living. Mm. Maybe, maybe even better memories than when she was healthy. Mm. You know? Mm. They were selfless. They... They gave everything up for their friend. Right? Mm. And gave their friend the best send-off. So I think people in those situations, I think it's the people around you. It's sad Mm. to think of it that way, but the people around you really have to help you send you off
0: Mm.
1: with your spark.
0: So, basically, in all situations of our lives, whatever circumstances we're faced with, the spark is always
1: there. Mm. And what do you think of like people who Or like on hospital beds, bedridden's.
0: I feel the same way as you. I feel like we are the ones to bring the spark to Mm -hmm. them. I feel like when you bring Mm -hmm. a vase of flowers, Mm -hmm. you bring the garden to them. Mm -hmm. If you can also hold their hand. Because I remember with our cousin, I would hold his hand Mm -hmm. and walk around the yard. And that's a way of me bringing the sky to him and fresh air, you know. But then again... It's such a tough thing because some people don't have yeah. anyone.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, for those who don't have anyone, you know, mm. that's the question that I'm yeah going back and forth with in my head. Like, how I'm do they sad. create that spark? That's what I'm
1: saying it's sad. I don't know. Maybe our listeners can give, give us, us a perspective from their side. Like, someone who who just seems to not have anyone anyone because there's people like that out there like we can't even hide that like what do they do
0: that's why i feel like as an individual it's so important for you to carry good energy Mm -hmm. because if i go out and there's this human being who's just alone and if I could send off good energy, like I could just give them a smile or mm. a compliment or just my good energy mm. rubs off of them, that could be a spark for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that one is a tough one. But if you guys have the answers, let us know. And if you are an individual who feels lonely, mm-hmm. how would you want to be sparked or how would you like to see a
1: spark? mm what is your spark and Mm -hmm. how would you like to share your spark with the rest of us
0: Mm. all right we've spoken about spark and now we can move on to today's topic today we're going to be talking about being empty and feeling numb and i believe that when you feel numb you are feeling everything at once So you're unable to tell exactly what you're feeling and therefore you are unable to act and you just don't want to do anything. And I feel like a lot of times we get overwhelmed and triggered by depression or anxiety or living can get so heavy. And so we can go numb. What does being numb feel like to you, Sarah? And what does it mean?
1: I think I'd like to go with the word empty and not numb. Mm. I prefer that over now. Mm. Like when you're feeling empty. Mm. Right? I think for me when I'm in those moments. I feel sad. Mm. And I sometimes question myself. I question my surroundings. I question my future. But in all honest honesty, I... I only allow myself to feel empty for like one day. Like I allow myself to feel sorry for myself for like just one day. It's rare. Like sometimes if it's really bad, then I might feel like this for a full week. But otherwise it's normally just a day where I'll just feel empty and allow myself to feel empty. And then after that, get up and move on with my life. Mm -hmm. That's what I normally do. Mm And I just remind myself of where I see myself and where I want to be. Mm. And then do what is necessary to fill myself up. Mm. And you? You know, when I go empty,
0: I lack motivation. I just want to sleep 24-7. Eating decreases as well so i deal with my emptiness very differently from what you do and i need a lot of encouragement in that time like i need someone to pull me up like hey leticia you need to eat go get some sunshine i need that encouragement because i feel like on my own i kind of like just continue to go downhill yeah And then staying empty, there are two things that can either happen, right? It's either you can rise above it or you can be filled with things that will trigger you. I don't know, in your coming activities. Maybe like it could be insecurity, low self-esteem, or you don't believe in yourself. Like something gets filled in that emptiness. Or you could become a really bitter person. Or you could come out of the situation... Learning how to be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to get to. And I know me and you had this conversation of an empty building or an empty house. When a house or a building gets abandoned, it starts to attract very negative things. For example, the grass will grow high. The flowers will die. The windows will break. Spiders spiders will live in there and create their spider webs. Rats will come there will be dust. It's not going to be a good company, you know. Even people, criminals can come and lodge into that home because it's abandoned. And I feel like it's the same way with ourselves. There's a time when we become empty. But after that period, what do we fill ourselves with? That That's what's important. Mm. And so what I'm getting to is, How do we know that, like, how do we detect from the emptiness that we've either become bitter, bitter, or just a mean person? Because I know we always talk about the victims and how can we as victims, you know, heal and move on. But bullies and mean people also have to be acknowledged. Like, we have to acknowledge, like, I'm a mean person and how can I move from this?
1: yeah (laughs) yeah no I get what she's saying I get what she's saying like with the empty building and being empty and what to fill yourself with right Mm -hmm. because we don't want to we don't like staying empty so we're going to do something about it and sometimes it's negative sometimes it's positive the best way To know in which direction you're moving in is to evaluate yourself. Evaluate yourself. How do you feel around certain people, certain things? Do you feel threatened by people's accomplishments or successes? Or do you embrace it? Um... Do you take time to fill yourself with the spirit of the fruit? No, the fruits of the spirit. Sorry. Correct myself. Yeah. With the fruits of the spirit. Do you take time to fill yourself up with those things? Or do you you indulge yourself in negative things to make you feel something? You really have to evaluate yourself. And have open conversations with people. Have open, honest conversations with people. You're not living alone. Talk to people. Ask them. I've said this before. Ask people. Like, I think we need to. I don't want to use this word, but I'll use it. We need to normalize.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And why didn't you want to use your word, may I ask? (laughs) Because everyone hates the
1: word normalize. (laughs) Oh, this is new to me. Really? Yeah, this is you. Yeah, because you know on social media like me? <laughs> people hate the word normalize, so, but I'm using it. I've said this before on Kimono Health, on Instagram, and I'll say it again. Normalize having conversations with people. Ask them, how do I make you feel? Mm-hmm. And make, make it a safe space for someone to be honest and be like, fam. Sometimes you're a bit off. Sometimes. I feel like I
0: need to have this conversation with you after. I want to generally know how I make you feel. (laughs) Like, when this podcast ends, (laughs) we're having this conversation. No, but
1: it's important. Because what usually happens is... Sometimes, like, I as a person could be harming people. But, you know, the people around me just stick around. And they never really say anything about it. But i'm harming them then one day when they come up and be like no fam that wasn't nice what you did there then i get shocked because i've always done this and no one said anything about it all of a sudden i'm doing the very same thing the very same negative behavior all of a sudden it's like nah fam that is wrong Mm. the people get shocked Mm. like what Mm. really But that's just who i am i i hate the narrative
0: of this is just who i am and you're gonna have to deal with it in that way
1: this is just who i am you've never said anything about it it becomes a big deal so we really like as friends as families as partners or whatever we really it's it's a really it's a really uncomfortable awkward conversation but you really have to ask fam like how do i make you feel but you know what's crazy, right?
0: I was once with a girl, her name was Watermelon, that's what we're going to call her, and she says, she said to me, we were walking in the mall, and she gave a girl who who was coming in the opposite direction as us, a really dirty look, like, to make her feel bad, and before I even asked her, like, why did you look at the girl in our opposite direction, like, that and she says me when I walk around I give girls the dirtiest look <laughs> no do you understand that is intentional you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. if I'm looking at someone in a certain way to make them feel terrible
1: clearly I want them to feel horrible about themselves mm, because I'm lacking something inside of, inside of me I'm, I'm lacking maybe something good Inside of me, when I look at them, mm. I don't know if that sentence made sense. Yeah, but so sense. I'm filled up with all these negative stuff. So I'm filled up with all these rats, dust, spiders, <laughs> <laughs> criminals, criminals. Uh, my windows are shattered or whatever. Then I see a beautiful house, <laughs> right? Mm. That is well furnished, has a beautiful garden. You know, I look at this beautiful house and I want this house to feel horrible about itself.
0: Because
1: mm. I don't have what it has. Mm. Instead of me trimming my grass, loaning my, my, mourning, no, mourning my loan. Yes. <laughs> instead of fixing myself up and doing what is right by me, I'm treating other people badly. Mm. I'm jealous. I'm mean. I'm condescending. I criticize others in the name of. Yeah, I, I say it like it is.
0: But you know what? I just realized with you saying that bad company invites bad company. For example, if you if this house is abandoned and it's inviting criminals and bugs and rats and all the nasty mm-hmm. stuff, next door, the mm-hmm. neighbor's not going to want to live there. Yeah. They're going to abandon their home. Yeah. And then we're going to have a gang of horrible people. You know what I'm saying? So basically,
1: your whole circle becomes... Yeah. Mm. bad because you're attracting that but if everyone is taking care of their homes then you attract people who are like-minded who want to take care of themselves who want to fill themselves up with things that are good Mm. they want to fill themselves up with the fruit of the spirit Mm. you know and at the end of the day we are human beings we are going to fall. We're not always going to be these wonderful people. We are going to make mistakes. We are going to hurt some people.
0: From time like, to time, your house is yes. going to need maintenance. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe the geyser's going to burst. We're going to need a little replacement. Yes.
1: Mm. You know? That's
0: how it is. Mm. And you know what's the beautiful part about being a broken home or an abandoned building as well? Someone can come and say, you know what? I'm going to renovate. Or even yourself, I don't know. Renovate
1: Mm. yourself, demolish, restart over Mm -hmm. again. And you can restart any time you want. As many times as you want. Yes. There's no set time or when it should happen or whatever. When you reflect within yourself and you realize, no, 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 some things need to change. I need to change some things. I need to do something about these certain things that I'm doing or feeling or whatever. Yeah, you can start all over. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. So, bottom line is, when we're feeling empty, the period after that is so important. Mm -hmm. Because what is going to fill you up?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And I think that is so important. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'm going to go evaluate myself a little bit because I was empty for a little while. I want to know what has filled me up. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's important. You have to sit and reevaluate and think and speak to the people around you. Talk about it. What can you do to be better than what you were yesterday?
0: Mm. I like that. There's always opportunity in the midst of chaos and brokenness. I do believe that. So even in the moments of feeling empty, I believe that there is something that we can take advantage of. I feel like there is something that we can learn. I feel like we can come out better, stronger, more loving, if we are willing to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there any, any takes on that?
1: Yeah. So in moments where you feel empty... You have to remind yourself that you're human. Mm. You're only human. Mm. And. it It's okay to not have everything. In your control. Mm. And I think it's nice. Imagine if we had everything in our control. Mm. Okay. Maybe that would be nice. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> you're only human. Take on, on what you can. Fill yourself up with really good stuff really just try your best and be honest with your emotions and it's normal don't feel ashamed when you feel jealous or envy or, or, or all those other negative mm. um, feelings don't feel ashamed be open about it but just don't harm other people but, in any way
0: but there are people as well who literally take pride in being mean and being harsh. And they say things like, me! I will tell her that her hair stinks. I will tell it's you a cover up. up. You know? And because of that, I feel like we should teach ourselves that people will only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. Yes. So it has nothing to do with you. Take it with a with pinch you. of salt and live your life Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day the one who's walking around with all this negative energy is never really satisfied they're always looking for someone to pinpoint something on you know what i'm saying Mm. and guys i'm not gonna lie maybe this is just me now being i don't know what when you have a funny personality like a weird one where you treat people badly your face becomes funny i don't know if this is healthy for the podcast but it really does like it changes your face i don't know the next time you watch a series or a movie look at a character they always portray them very lovely at first for us to fall in love with them and then as soon as that character changes see how their face changes and then every time you want to act funny think about your face like do i really want to look like you know <laughs> <Let> this... <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry for laughing
0: Yeah, it, it could I feel like this exercise could literally help someone like the next time they want to do funny faces or make a comment on someone they could literally be like my face will be looking really funny right now. <laughs> yeah i think it's so important i remember once going to a dinner and there was a girl who just had a comment about everyone there had a facial (laughs) expression for everyone there and her face looks terrible i said oh my word it's so embarrassing like in the moments when you feel like you know like you're being really nasty just know that it's the most cringing most embarrassing and you just look awful and i feel like this is a really good practical tip like we can laugh but it can save a life yes and and i'm not just saying like to point fingers at others i'm even saying for myself if if i act funny Mm -hmm. my face is gonna look funny you know what i'm saying yeah Mm, pretty girls don't do funny faces and pretty boys don't do funny faces yeah
1: When you're just mean and stuff, it just manifests on your face. It does. It really just changes how you look.
0: Mm. And going back to the house, if a house is empty, right, the paint is worn off, the windows are cracked, the house is ugly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if the house is well maintained, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Guys, being empty is, is not a joke. And it can happen to any of us. And it happens most of the time. Just fuel yourself with the right kinds of energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To all our beautiful listeners, we've come to the end of this conversation that was so fun to just dig into, you know. Because, you know, this is a human experience. Whether you are an empty house, whether you're refilling yourself, whether you're an amazing person, whether you're mean, we are in this and we are going to heal and we are going to grow and we're going to be better because we just deserve that much. Hey, Sarah. Yep, I agree with you on that note kimono health team see you or hear you or be with you next week thursday same time same place don't forget to follow kimono health on instagram don't forget to follow kimono creations and purchase purchase yourself an adult coloring book or a journal take care Bye-bye. Bye bye